Thank you for joining us today for Get Connected with Bishop Israel Ade Ajala, prophet, teacher, evangelist to over 64 nations, author, and senior pastor of Kingdom Connection Christian Center. And now let's join Bishop Israel Ade Ajala. Welcome to the radio ministry of Bishop Israel Ade Ajala. You can listen to Bishop Israel Ade Ajala on the following radio stations, 670 AM and 1220 AM. You can also listen to Bishop Israel Ade Ajala on the following websites, 670KLTT.com, 1220KLDC.com, and ctkradio.org. Also, you can connect with Bishop Israel Ade Ajala on YouTube at Ade Ajala Ministries and Facebook Live at Bishop Israel Ade Ajala. Subscribe to Bishop Israel Ade Ajala's podcast on Apple Podcasts, Pandora, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and receive Get Connected. Contact Bishop Israel Ade Ajala via email at info at kcconline.org or by phone at 720-859-1737. Now, it's time for the Word of Faith. Here is Bishop Israel Ade Ajala. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, Verse 12, he says, Now if Christ be preached that he rose from the dead, how say some among you that there is no resurrection of the dead? But if there be no resurrection of the dead, then is Christ not risen? And if Christ be not risen, then is our preaching vain and your faith is also vain. Yea, and we have found false witnesses of God because we have testified of God that he raised up Christ, whom he raised not up, if so be that the dead rise not. Uh, I come to say to you today, today is Good Friday. Today is Good Friday. What makes it Good Friday? All over the world, people are celebrating the fact that this was the day that Jesus died on the cross. Now, some people say it's not the day. Some people say it is another day that is probably be on Thursday that he died on the cross. And some say it is this day or not. This is our point. The point I need to make is this. Whether it is Thursday or Friday, we are celebrating the reality that Christ died. Now, the whole world believe, majority of the people in the world say it's a Friday, so we call today Good Friday. The beauty of Good Friday is there will be Easter Sunday. There will be Easter Sunday. The Friday before Christ was crucified. And the day, and, and, and that is the day. The Bible now tells us, I want you to look at it from this today, that on this day, many years ago, Christ hung on the cross. But that was not the end of the story. He said, Paul was writing in what we just read, if Christ 
is not risen, then our preaching is vain and our faith is also vain. Christ rose again. And do you know what? why that is important? It is the resurrection of Christ that brought us victory. So I want to congratulate you that this season we are celebrating our victory over sickness, over poverty, over sin. Let me remind you that Jesus died as a servant, but he rose as the King of kings and the Lord of lords. He died as a servant, but he rose as a king. Jesus died as a lamb, but he rose as a lion. The lion of the tribe of Judah has prevailed. The lion of the tribe of Judah has prevailed. Jesus on the cross of Calvary said, it is finished. What does that mean? It is that whatever is the penalty of sin has been fully paid. Now, Galatians chapter 3, verses 13 and 14 says, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us, for it is written, Cursed is the one that hangs on the tree, that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentile, and that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Christ died on the cross, and he redeemed us from the curse of the law. What is the curse of the law? The curse of the law is poverty, sickness, and death. That's the curse of the law. You know, a lot of people say God cursed man. God cursed man. But when I read my Bible, I did not see God cursing man. God cursed the ground for man's sake. He said, cursed is the ground for your sake. Now, God never pronounced cursed on man. No. Man walked into what God already said. If you do this, this is the consequence. So it was not God that caused man. It was man that did what triggers curse. See, God never cursed man. Even when God came to man in the garden, he didn't curse them. He said, curse be unto the ground. Now he cursed serpent. He said, you are cursed among all animals. Let me just open it for you in Genesis chapter 3. In Genesis, Genesis chapter 3, you know what God said? He said to, to, in verse 17, he said, cursed is the ground for your sake. That's what he said to the man. He said to Adam, cursed is the ground for your sake. Even to the woman, he didn't curse the woman. She said, he said to the woman, I will multiply your sorrow. And your conception. Now, my own understanding of that is that the pain of childbearing was increased, but also the, the rate to which woman would conceive 
was also increased. He said, I will multiply your sorrow and your conception, which means that was the end of no planning. In God's agenda, you, you, all you need to do is to look every other creation. They don't, like animals don't have baby overlapping one another because God has made it so that it is already spaced. But I believe because woman listened to serpent, God just removed that and at the same time increased the pain of carrying, of childbearing. He didn't curse the woman. Actually make the woman to be able to produce faster, produce more. I will multiply. But to serpent, he said to the serpent, because you have done this, you are cursed more than any other animal. So serpent was cursed. The Lord multiplied the rate of conception for the woman and uh, and also, not just conception, multiply the intensity of childbearing. That's all. Now watch this. If woman goes through that and did it well according to the word of God, the children turns around and take care of the mother. Now watch this. He now cursed the ground. He said, cursed is the ground for your sake, Adam. In toil you shall eat. All the days of your life, both thorns and fishes, he shall bring forth for you. And you shall eat the herb of the field. So when God cursed the ground, ground now began to produce food that are poisonous. Thorns and tissues. Now science has shown that many of the sickness that we are having in the world today, many of them are as a result of what we eat. Thorns and tissues. Thorns and tissues, he said. But he never cursed man. God did not curse man. Man attracted pain into his own life. Poverty, sickness, and death as a result of listening to the voice of the serpent. But when Christ came, and this day, Good Friday, and Christ was hanged on the cross. That was broken for you and I. Even the curse that was for the ground was broken. You see, that's why Galatians 3.13 says, Christ has redeemed us. He has brought us back from the curse of the law. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. We made a curse for us. He has redeemed. It's not that he will redeem. He has redeemed us from the curse of the law. Why? Having become a curse for us. How did he become a curse for us? Because it is written, curse is everyone who hangs on a tree. And Jesus hanged on a tree. On a tree. So Jesus became the curse for us. The Bible says he became poor so we can become rich. You see, he became poor. He redeemed us means God has already done it. God is not going to buy you back. He's already done it. That's why Good Friday is a day we should start our celebration. Our Good Friday is every day. 
The day that God redeemed us is every day. But since we all agree together that we will celebrate it today, then let's go ahead and celebrate it with communion. He says, he's, he, I'm beginning to realize that I have been bought with a price. I am redeemed. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. You know the last word Jesus said on the cross, apart from Father, into your hands, I commit my spirit. He said, it is finished. It is finished. Pain is finished. Agony is finished. Oppression is finished. Sickness is finished. Cancer is finished. Depression is finished. Lack is finished. There is nothing that the enemy can do Again, why? Because Christ has paid it all. And this is that day, Good Friday. That's what makes it good. I often see people, they wear a cross on their neck and on that cross will still be Jesus. But may I tell you, Jesus is no longer hanging on the cross. He's alive. He's alive forevermore. Your God is alive. He is not on the cross no more. Christ is risen and is risen indeed. But we thank God for Good Friday. Good Friday reminds us that Easter is coming. Sunday morning is coming. The first day of the week is coming when the Lord will rise up again. But we know he's already risen in our heart. Just last week, he rode a donkey into Jerusalem. You see, he, 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 he is risen. He's risen and he's risen over your life. Now, the Bible tells us in Romans chapter 8, verse 11. Romans chapter number 8, verse 11. It says, but if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead, we also give life. To your mortal bodies. He will also give life to your mortal bodies. In other words, when the same power that raised Christ from the dead is going to give life to your mortal bodies. What do you mean? What do you mean by that, Bishop? It means no matter the sickness that you are carrying right now, the same power that brought Christ back to life will take away that pain from your life will take away that sickness from your life, will take away confusion from your life, will take away affliction from you. The spirit of him that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you. The, 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 big, the big question is, is he in you? If he's not in you, take this time, brother and sister, and repeat after my, I mean, uh, me, by declaring your faith and allegiance to Christ. You confess him. Just confess him. Say, I confess you as my Lord and Savior. I confess Jesus as my Lord and Savior. If you will confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, and you will believe that the Lord raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. So confession is made that I confess Jesus, the Lord. I confess Jesus as the Lord. And I confess that he is risen from the dead. He was raised from the dead. And if you believe it in your heart, that's the beginning of salvation. And then you begin to walk in the fullness of the word of God. 
as you begin to do that, you begin to see God doing wonders in your life. I'll be right back after this. Thank you, Bishop, for that wonderful sharing on the beauty of Good Friday. Listeners, as we celebrate Good Friday, we'll be back with more of that powerful word. But we want to take this time to invite you to be our special guest and to join us for Easter, Resurrection Sunday, on this Sunday, April 4th. Services are at 8.30, 10 o'clock, and 11.30 a.m. Come and celebrate the resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. On Thursday and every Thursday, our food bank will be in operation with our drive through and walk-up areas from 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. For more information, contact us at 720-859-1737. And every Sunday, be our guest. This Sunday and every Sunday, you will leave a changed person. And those services are all following CDC guidelines. We ask that you come, take a seat, and enjoy the powerful anointing of the presence of the Holy Spirit as Bishop Israel Adea Ajala ministers the word. And that's every Sunday, again, 8 o'clock, 8.30, 10 o'clock, and 11.30 a.m. Join many in giving to get connected with Bishop Israel Adea Ajala and make a difference in the lives of others in a dynamic and life-changing way. Go to adeajala.org and click on Donate. All donations are tax deductible. Bishop, that indeed was a very uh, a beautiful explanation about Good Friday. Because, Bishop, many believers don't even understand the meaning of Good Friday. So thank you for that. Bishop, as we are literally in this moment, in Good Friday, and we're leading up to Resurrection Sunday, Easter Sunday, Bishop, what is it that we can do as believers? What can we reflect on? Where should we be in our thinking and in our meditation and in our prayer life as we approach Resurrection Sunday? Well, um, what should we be thinking? The love of God. The love of God. We, You see, most of the time, a lot of people, it is during this Easter that they begin to think about how sinful they are. This is not the time. This is the time for you to be thinking of how righteous you have been made. You have been made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. If you sit down at home and you are thinking of how sinful you are, you did not believe that Christ died for you. Every time we come to Easter season is the time you rub it into the face of Satan. Despite my being not perfect, I am the righteousness of God in Christ. That's what Easter has come to remind us. Any other thing is religion. Now, I know many people will say, are you not giving people license to sin? To which I will say they've been sinning without license all these days. I have only come to make sure that the devil does not cheat you anymore. 
sitting down and walloping, wallowing in, in pity party. You are the righteousness of God. Look at what Colossians chapter 2 verse 12 says. You are buried with him in baptism and you are also raised with him through faith in the working of God who raised him from the dead. So when you, are, when you, when you got up, when he got up, you got up. You are, he, he paid for all the sin. So let the consciousness of how much God loves you be the big thing that is going on in your mind at this time. God loves me in spite of me. I don't know how many people will lay down their life for their friends, not to talk of God laying down his life for some people, for people who didn't like him. That's how much God loves you. God loves you so much. This is the time to remember the love of God. Not only that, this is the time for you to begin to share the love of God with somebody else. You've been, you've been, you've been forgiven a lot and you too must learn to forgive people a lot. Somebody offends you five years ago, you are still keeping the malice. This is the time to let it go because this was the celebration of that we are celebrating the letting go of God of all your sin and unrighteousness because somebody else has paid for it. That's why it says Christ has redeemed us. The word redeemed means has bought us back. He bought, it's called, is bought back. When you buy something back that it was yours originally, but was lost, somebody else found it. And now, the original owner now came back to pay for what was, was his originally. So you are bought back. By what? Not with corruptible seed, but by the precious word of God. Christ himself laid down his life for you and for me. This is the time we are celebrating our victory over poverty, over sickness, over death, over sin. And we stop being too conscious of sin. We are too much of sin consciousness has deprived us of the ability to walk in the fullness of God and the redemptive power that is available to us. Because we always think until we are perfect, we cannot access the power of God. No, that's why we celebrate Easter. I know a lot of people don't know why we celebrate Easter. They just think, oh, we are celebrating that Jesus rose from the dead. Well, why did he die in the first instance? Because he died and rose again for a purpose. So that whatever has been hanging over us can be broken. And it was broken permanently. May I say to you, the sin you've sinned, the sin you are sinning, and the sin that you will sin, it's already covered by the blood of the lamb. That does not mean that you should now go on and be sinning. It just makes sure, it just shows you how great, how wonderful the love of God is. That's why Paul was writing. He said, until we understand the length, the breadth, the depth, the, the width of God's love, we will not come into the fullness of God. When he was praying for them in Ephesians chapter 1 and chapter 3, you need to go and read Ephesians chapter 1 and chapter 3 and look at them together. 
God wants us to come into his fullness. And how do we come into his fullness? When we come to realize how much God loves us. The under, when we come into the full understanding of the fullness of the love of God for us, then we are going to find ourselves entering into the fullness of God. What is the fullness of God? The totality of what God is and who God is. Can you imagine that God of the whole universe wants you to enter into the fullness of who he is? The fullness of God. God wants you to enjoy his fullness. That means what is natural to you becomes supernatural to ordinary man. If Jesus walk on water, you can walk on it too. If Jesus raised the dead, why do you consider it something incredible that God should raise the dead? Why should you sit down there and allow the enemy to continue to cheat you? You know why? Sin consciousness. I am not as holy as the Pope. I am not as holy as my pastor. I am not as holy as brother. So, 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 sister. So, so, so. Stop it from today. Celebrate your righteousness. Righteousness is a gift. It's a gift that God has given to you through Christ. And let me say to you, you are made righteous. It's not reckoned to your account as it was done to the people of Old Testament. But for you, you became the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. No wonder Paul says, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Let me pray with you. I want to celebrate with you and to say to you, Good Friday, Happy Easter, Happy Resurrection Day. He is risen indeed. Father, I thank you for dying and for, 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 for resurrecting. And I declare in the name of Jesus, everything you have paid for on the cross of Calvary, we will not pay for it again. Enemy will not cheat us again. I speak healing to the one that is sick, joy unspeakable, full of glory, testimony to abound everywhere during this season. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. Get connected with Bishop Israel Adeya Jawa is a radio ministry of Kingdom Connection Christian Center, the wealthy place where champions are raised. Join Bishop Israel Ade Ajala and the Kingdom Connection Christian Center Church family for services on Wednesdays at 7 p.m., Fridays at 7 p.m., and Sundays. For more information, Call 720-859-1737 or visit us at kcconline.org. Until next week, thank you for joining us.